Welcome to the Inside the Board Study Smarter series dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer so you can study smarter, not harder, and succeed on your exam. Hello and welcome to Sephora's Bugs and Drugs, where I'll be using content from Physio to enhance your audio learning experience. In this mini-episode, we're going to dive into some biochemistry topics related to pharmacology. Alrighty then, let's begin with a question. A 55-year-old male with hepatitis C is currently being treated with ribavirin, a competitive inhibitor of IMP dehydrogenase that inhibits guanine synthesis. Which of the following statements regarding the activity of ribavirin is true? A. The drug decreases the maximum velocity of the enzyme. B. The drug has no effect on the maximum velocity of the enzyme. C. The drug increases the affinity of the substrate for the enzyme. Or D. The drug has no effect on the affinity of the substrate for the enzyme. The answer is B. The drug has no effect on the maximum velocity of the enzyme. So the question already tells us that ribavirin is a competitive inhibitor, right? So competitive inhibitors have no effect on maximum velocity, Vmax. But it does decrease the affinity of the substrate for the enzyme, which is Km, meaning that Km would be increased. Non-competitive inhibitors decrease Vmax and they're not going to have any effect on the affinity of the substrate for the enzyme. So basically, key points to remember from this question are competitive inhibitors cause no change to Vmax and lower affinity, so that means increased KM. Great job! So the point of doing questions is not just to get them right or wrong, but to learn from them. So let's move on to doing some rapid-fire style of questioning. I'm going to ask you a question and give you a couple seconds to think about the answer and blurt it out, and then I'll give you the correct answer. All right, let's begin. What is the formula for maintenance dose, assuming that bioavailability is 100% and the drug is being administered on a continuous IV infusion? Maintenance dose is target concentration times clearance. What is the formula for loading dose? Loading dose is target concentration times volume of distribution. So before moving on to the rest of our rapid fire questions, let's take a moment to talk about loading dose and maintenance dose. Loading dose is the initial dose that we give to quickly achieve that target plasma concentration, right? So that's going to be dependent on volume of distribution. So when the drug is given IV, it mainly depends on the physiological property of the drug, whether it's plasma bound or protein bound, or if it's soluble, all these factors basically influence volume of distribution. Maintenance dose is the dose that's given to maintain that required plasma concentration over a period of time. This is basically to ensure that the patient stays at a therapeutic level of the drug. Since our body is designed to clear whatever is administered, what happens is that the maintenance dose is going to be dependent on how much plasma is cleared of the drug. In other words, that means clearance, right? 
So if there is some kind of liver problem or renal problem, the loading dose of the medication wouldn't change. And why do you think that is? Because loading dose is dependent on volume of distribution, not excretion. But the maintenance dose would change because maintenance dose relies on the clearance. So it makes sense, right? For a person with liver or kidney diseases, the clearance would be lower. So the maintenance dose would have to also be lower. The maintenance dose would be decreased because they're going to have a tendency to accumulate that drug because they're not really metabolizing or excreting it as readily. Let's get back to our rapid-fire questioning. What is LD50? LD50 is the lethal dose, basically. That's lethal to 50% of the population. What is ED50? ED50 is the effective dose. Basically, this is effective to 50% of the population. What is therapeutic index? Therapeutic index is LD50 over ED50. What is considered a safer therapeutic index? Higher or lower? A higher therapeutic index is considered safer. Great job. Now let's talk about some mnemonics to help. What are some drugs with low therapeutic index? Now that you've thought about this question, literally just think about some drugs with low therapeutic index. That's the mnemonic. S, some, is for seizures. D, drugs, for digoxin. With, W, warfarin. Low, L, for lithium. Therapeutic index, T, for theophylline. So the last thing I want to leave you guys with is mnemonics for the P450 inhibitors and inducers. This is something that I learned before step one and basically from doctors in training and a couple of my friends told me this and I think it's super helpful for you guys. So P450 inducers are Guinness Coronas and PBRs induce chronic alcoholism. So G, griseofulvin. C, Carbamazepine, P. Phenytoin, B. Barbiturates, R. Rifampin, S. St. John's Wort, C. Chronic Alcoholism. And you can also add in quinidine in that. So again, the mnemonic was Guinness, Coronas, and PBRs induce chronic alcoholism. Guinness for griseofulvin. Coronas for carbamazepine and PBRs. That's going to be P for phenytoin, B for barbiturates, R for rifampin, and S for St. John's wort. Induce chronic alcoholism. Let's now think about the P450 inhibitors. And the mnemonic for the inhibitors are crack amigos. C. Ciprofloxacin. R. Ritonavir, A. Amiodarone, C. Cimetidine, K. Ketoconazole, A. Acute Alcoholism, M. Macrolides, 
I. Isoniazid. G. Grapefruit juice. O. Omeprazole. And S. Sulfonamides. This is the end of our mini episode for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. On the next mini episode, I'll be taking you through some biochem topics related to microbiology. We hope you have a great day and hope this helps.